All right, man, let's fucking hit it. All right, beautiful. All right, this week we've got local legend, Kirby Buster. How are you, mate? Good, good. How are you? Good. Just going to open a fucking can of rum. Yeah, perfect. You've done your research. Cheers. How is it? Cheers, brother. Good on you. Beautiful. Good to finally meet you. Very intertwined. It's fucking weird, isn't it? I was looking at oh. the other day. And I'm like, look, going through my thing, going, oh, going, fuck, I should know this bloke. And then I'm looking through all our mutual friends. And I did a bit of research on you, sent a few messages, and they're like, yeah, don't, don't you know him? or not? Nah. I don't know him. They're like, he looks just like you. It's probably all that shit I've been getting into over for years. You've probably there been you. fucking doing it. There you go. <laughs> just the younger generation coming through. Yeah, how old are you? 29. Yeah, see, I haven't. Mate, I'm 42. I, yeah, I've been in and out of there for years, so I haven't it's, fucking... It's just so strange, though. Like, all our friends are just so... The same people. Yeah. It's very small yeah. town, small country As town. So I sent a few messages like, you know, this bloke, they're like, yeah. So he's a cool, he's stitching me up this podcast, I'm going to give you a fucking shoot me. And he's like, nah, you'll be right. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's good. Good little town, but you grew up here? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, so, so quick backstory is like, my great, great grandfather come out from Yorkshire. Yep. He was the mayor of Parramatta Ride yep. back in those days. Came up here, went to Taugham, and it was like, the Kirby's at Taugham were like, he was it, yeah. And like, there wasn't a Taugham until he got there. There yeah. was, I think, it was eight of them that left Moolumba, <laughs> went west, cut cedar trees down. He built the hall, the butter factory, which is Bartram's garage, ended up being my uncle's garage. Um, did the cricket, made the cricket pitch, made the cricket field, done all the schools around Taugham, yeah. Surveyed the entire Braze Creek, all of that. Like he was one of the first selectors. So yeah, yeah. nice. I'm like the sixth generation. Moolumba, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. My kids are six. I'm five, and I married a girl who's five as Jesus. five generations. McDonald. Yeah, so right. yeah, so we had uh, so the McDonald's. So yeah, the Kirby's and McDonald's. So when we sort of started hooking up or whatever, I was talking to my old man about this new girlfriend, and he's like, "What's her name?" I said, "Oh yeah, Andrew McDonald." He's, he, and he's like, "Fucking hang on a minute." And we had to yeah, because we're third cousins. Yeah, no, we're not. But we, we, <laughs> I, we, I don't know. You look at me like you believe me. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So we um. Yeah, so we had to make sure. Yeah. Because we're both, there's not many fifth generation families around. Yeah, true. And we're both from this little town. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. I can love the joint, mate. It's very strange because I grew up in, like, just west of Sydney in the Blue Mountains mm-hmm. there. And my uncle ended up, like, marrying a girl from a woolen bar. Oh, really? But from, like, they met down there, yeah. down south. Yeah. And that's the reason why we're here. Like, we came up for their <laughs> wedding. Oh. And then my mum's just gone. I'm here. So, how you, you were, how, how old were you when you moved here? Uh, 2009, so I would have been in year 9, so what's that, 15? 2009, so 15, was, 16. I was maybe. 29 then, I was your age. There you go. So I was 29, so no. I was already kids out yep. of the pubs, like, I'd already got me life bands. <laughs> <laughs> like where we're sitting today, I told yeah. you, I'm like, oh, I've been for life twice from here, and now I'm here doing a podcast. And we're in the very room where I had to come <laughs> in and beg for forgiveness. Fuck, how good. It's fucking unreal. How good. How and good it, is it? And it's the same people here now. Uh, virtually, <laughs> virtually, like g- different generation, but the yeah. same family, and and he's my best mate. There you go. So, um, it's cool. Times don't change. When I walk up this ramp, I'm like, I wonder if this is where you are. I'm like, oh, the shivers. Last time I was in here, I was getting me asked by this uh, old bloke. It's good. It's a good little town. I I don't mind growing up in Woolenbar, but nah, it's good. I had me twenty first here where we are now. Yeah, at this venue, and it was um, yeah, yeah, fuck, mate, one of the biggest um, biggest all in brawls I reckon I've ever seen in town. <laughs> It's very awesome, mate. Here? Yeah, right here. Oh, right here where we are. All over there. Like in yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. But, um, mate, funny fucking, yeah, that was me 21st. And it was just like, I remember this bloke, he comes in there. And it was back in those days. I don't know if it happens anymore, but 
used to put the piss on for your own party. So yeah. I think we went through, well, I don't think, I know we went through five kegs and then the hat went around because the old man had paid for the five, right? And they, they threw the hat around for the sixth keg and Dad had to drive into Murray's, <laughs> old Slurry's Hotel. And they didn't have one. And this is like 2001, so not big mobile phone times. Yeah. He's come back. He's going back in the Imperial with a keg, right? He's got the keg. He's come back and they're tapping the keg and there's this little fuck with. I still remember. I don't know his name, but I do see him. He had a flat brim cap on, a little fuckhead with a oh. flat brim. And he's like sitting there and my old man just, just didn't pick him. And he goes, who are you? And he said his name. Dad goes, what are you here for? And he goes, oh, there's a keg on, hey, fucking oh. bro. And the old man goes, whose party is it? And he goes, oh, I don't know. Hey. And dad's going, boof, and just boofed him. <laughs> and then fucking all hell broke loose. <laughs> it was the old fella. Yeah, like, oh, Graham. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So that was right here. That was, um, what do you like cutting names yet? Good. Good. You know, no, nah. you're probably a bit older than you. I won't say his name again, so I have to cut it out three times. <laughs> there was a bloke pushed his face up against the windscreen of the car. I bought back the back window of the car just outside this window here. Yeah. And he goes, What are you going to do now? Fuck with. And he's just put his foot straight through the back window of the car and kicked him in the head. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Yeah, no. And then cut all his leg. This old man? Nah, this is me, mate. Oh, okay. And he's cut all his leg open and he's oh. like, I'll do that to you. And he's kicked old mate right in the face. Yeah, it was fucking wild, hey. And that wasn't even the worst part. Yeah, we just had these massive stinks. And um, I remember this massive blue. And one of the boys, I won't say his name, you probably won't get who he is. He's doing a huge <laughs> skid up this road here, gets up a couple of big hoops in the intersection and comes all the way down and parks it inside. Uh. Right? And my uncle, God rest him, old Joe Kirby, he was a woodchopper boxer. He was a heavyweight champion, actually, like Australian heavyweight, like back in the old days. He would have been in his 70s or 80s then. He comes in, he goes, All right, you like, you want to stop all this shit? Because I've got to drive home and I'm pissed. Because oh. he didn't want the cops turning up. So we've had to fucking walk in. The cops end up turning up and. Yeah, it got pretty fucking wild, eh? But, yeah. Yeah, you won't want to cut them names there. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll get rid of the names. <laughs> it must be this area, like this exact area, and yep. driving pissed because... Yeah, Merbar's bad for it. Me and my best mate, yep. I'll definitely cut his name out. I reckon <laughs> we've probably written off three cars. Well, fuck, our families all know. Um, the biggest one on, like, you know, the bridge when you go over to True Camille? Yeah, the bridge just here. Yeah, yeah, just here, yeah. yeah. That one, I don't know what the hell's happened. We've had this massive session and we've gone back to his to get more beers out the back of Nundery. Fuck. And we've just gone bang, bang, bang. He's like falling just asleep. Just across the bridge. And then just bang straight in that front yard Mate, upside down. It's, it's a notorious, um, notorious export for, oh. for drink driving. Like my old man was in the fire brigade in town in, in the uh, 391 in the New South Wales fire brigade for 25 years. Yeah. So I grew up with my old man pulling dead bodies off the Barney Bay Range, literally, because it was the highway then. Yeah. So it was, a, it, was a, it was one of the New South Wales, I think it was the New South Wales' biggest... Black spot for, for motors. So me drink driving personally, yeah. I reckon I've never driven hammered, yeah. but I've probably been over the limit, I swear to you. Probably like tonight I said to you, my car, I can leave it here because I've got my podcast after this and I'm yeah. gonna have a couple of runs. So I've organised a driver and like that's feeding him because yeah, yeah. I've just grown up with the old man. Yeah. You fucking I'm forty three and I reckon if I went DUI, my dad would still punch me in the head. <laughs> so I'm pretty good with the drink driving, like yeah. each to their own. I don't I, I think you're a fucking idiot if you're hammered and drive out. If you get done 0.06, 0.07 because you've had three schooners on a Friday Arvo, I'm not off ya. Yeah. But if you're 0.256 and fucking blowing bags out of things and you're driving and, and being a fuckhead on a country road, I'll get a little bit toey. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I was a fuckwit driver, but I was a fuckwit sober driver. Like, <laughs> so I wrote my first my – first, my, my first ride off was um, down on this corner down here. Yeah. And I've come around – I just picked a mate. The one where you just done I was going to turn? She's just a big left, left-hander. Going that way? Yeah. Going this so way? So you go down yeah, here and yeah. turn left. She's just yeah. a big left-hander. 
And when you come off the back of left hand, there's a slight right. Well, I wrote the cunt off on the right, not the left. So I picked a mate up, big VG, picked him up from the hospital. He had his appendix fucking operated on, right? Yeah. He's a real aesthetically good-looking human being, and he's fucking pretty proud about himself. Oh, God. And he's showing me, he goes, oh, they stitched it up real good. It's real neat, Curb. Like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet. I said, come out, we'll do some fucking skids. So I had a VN. VN fucking five-speed thing was a machine. Anyway, I've come out down here, and I've just smoked this whole straight, right? And not very well, because I'm shit of a driver. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I kept whooping it, and ah, pulling up. And anyway, pinned it. Got down to the end here. He goes, there's a fucking left turn here, dickhead. I went, shit. <laughs> and I can remember getting through the left turn and then going right and then the back end slipped into the cane drain and we end up end-to-end. Yeah, right. Anyway, I remember hanging upside down in my seatbelt. Airbags never went off, which was fucking weird. But anyway, hang upside down in my seatbelt. He's hanging up beside me. And he, he, is, he is a fireman now, full-time. And he, and he looks over at me, like this side, but upside down. He goes, you're a fucking idiot. And I went, I'll just rip my car off, mate. Leave me like, fucking leave me like, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. So that's all happened. And the old father in McLeod's come out and he's got his tractor and he goes, what's happened here? And I went, oh, fuck. And he's like, Andrew. And I went, oh, fuck, of all people. And he's got a new dad. And, um, yeah, coppers turned up and I just completely totaled me fucking VN. Anyway, BG's, BG's got out of the fucking, and it's burst his stitches. Oh, true. So to this day, he's got this wild scar. He's like, <laughs> and it was meant to be just this mint. <laughs> And then now it's like all esse and fucking oh, pop where fuck. it blew out. Quick story: the coppers have got, got older. I mean, they knew me, and they, and like I was I was zero point zero zero. Like I had yeah. no outcome. So they they breath test me, um, and they said, right, mate, you're gonna it'll be three point neg driving. Yeah. Um, I said I th- I think I swerved and miss a cow. Yeah. Surrounded by cane paddocks. Yep. Standard. And they're like, yeah, cow. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Neg driving. You're a fuckwit. Yeah. And, and I was on my piece. So I only had four points. Oh, like, true. Fuck. So, yeah, I think I've, I had four. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll be right at one point for fucking 12 months. I said, can you. <laughs> the, the copper, I nearly said his name. The copper goes, we've rung your old man. He's on his oh, way. Yeah. And I went, oh, good. Fuck, you know. And anyway, yeah. so I'm there and I see the old man coming. And I went, just put me in the back of the wagon there. He goes, no, you're right. You don't have to, like, it's neck driving. Mm. Um, you're going to lose points. You're getting a good fi- size fine, mate. You've got to get your car over here. It was upside down. Fucking Matty Evans had to come and get in the tow truck. I go, nah. <laughs> so just put me in the back of that fucking van because I see Dad coming. Yeah. Dad comes down. He's fiery at the time. Dad walks down. And he goes, what are you doing in there? You pissed? And I went, nah, I'm not pissed. He goes, what are you doing in there? I said, stay away from you. <laughs> and he started laughing. And, and anyway, everyone's laughing. I'm like, oh, I know, he's all right. I got out and he just went, Thanks, he fucking hit me. He hooked me. Yeah, he hooked me. He goes, nah, you fucking idiot. Oh, I'll give you a big spray. He's like, thank fuck you're insured. And I went, yeah, yeah, thank fuck I'm insured. <laughs> so what had happened was my man's the tightest human in the, in the world, right? Yeah. It's next to me. Yeah. Right? He gave me a couple hundred bucks, like five, six hundred bucks to insure the car. Oh no! But I went up to fucking oh, Autobahn no. and put a put a sub in it and an amp and fucking oh, fuck. headset, all this shit, and I wasn't insured. So it was a big lesson. I was like ten grand fuck. in debt, yeah. driving a nineteen eighty five Telstar, I think, for about oh, two and a half years. Man, I had no because I like dad wouldn't pay it out. Yeah, I yeah. needed with mum. They're like, we're not paying you. Fuck it, fuck you. So I had a loan with the bank, St George Bank, and I couldn't. Yeah, so it was a big lesson. Yeah, right. Then fuck. I wrote three more off. <laughs> I, I wrote the Telstar <laughs> off eventually, and then fucking. Uh, I wrote two others off after that, and then uh, now I'm yeah I'm all right. You good now? I still got a Commodore U, but I just don't drive it because <laughs> I still can't drive. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I'm I think sure. the best thing that ever happened to me was getting caught drink driving. Yeah, right. And I, yeah, fuck, like I do it all the time, and it wasn't like short trips. Like I was running the gauntlet, like fuck from that. 
Murbar to Cooley because I was living yeah. in Cooley, or Cooley to fucking Murbar. You just don't think, eh? When nah. you're a young bloke, you just don't think. And, you, and like, I just look at the ramifications of it. Like if you if you cross the road and fucking kill someone, you're going to jail. Oh, 100%. you're going to jail for like manslaughter if you drink driving. So I think have a couple of schooners, be .05 and drive home. It's good that you learn yeah. a lesson from it. Like, I'm, I'm not a fucking judge. You can't, I'm not going to sit here unless you're on the fucking do's and don'ts of alcohol and fucking drink driving. Fuck me. I've done yeah. plenty of fucking drinking. But, yeah, it's good you took a lesson from it. Oh, it was a good lesson because, like, I used to, I'd move back and forth between here and yeah. the mountains all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the mountains, there's trains until 10 o'clock at night. So yeah. if you drink in the Katoomba... And there's Coles trolleys. Yeah, and that's fucking it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, if you drink in Katoomba yep. and you live like up or down the mountain, like you can't get home, and there's no taxis, yeah, right. there's no fucking Uber. Yeah, because you're at the back of nowhere. Yeah, and you yeah. do the exact same thing that your parents did, and you drive piss along the fucking fire trails. Because they did. Their generation could, like, well, I mean, they could do that. Exactly. Yeah. In the same fire trails, same fucking like next generation, just doing the same thing. Yeah. Oh, fire trails out through the bush and that. Like, oh, mate, I'm, like I say, from Taugum and that. So. Yeah, I've got a few funny answers about there, but yeah, but anyway, yeah. it's so bad. It's Especially, good you learn a lesson. Oh, what'd you blow? Ah, uh, the first time. <laughs> oh fuck! First time was just mid range. I was zero point zero seven nine. Yeah, okay. So I was like point zero zero. But you lose it six months. Six months, yeah. but you think I'd learn my lesson? Mm. Didn't. Just mm-hmm. went. Was going through a bad time. Went. Fuck this. Drove my car unlicensed. Registered in my name <sighs> to Sydney because I moved back to Sydney. Oh. And I was driving like 45 minutes to work back and forth yeah. every day, stupid hours. Yeah. Went out one night, was driving back, and we used to do this thing you can get from Penrith to Katoomba, the back way. But there's one part at like um, Falkenbridge where you have to stop, yep. get out of your car, walk up the road because the yep. RBT is always there. Yeah. So I, I didn't stop. I should have oh, fucking stopped. And they got you. Drove and I blew point one. Oh. So yeah, I was high range. And, and you didn't have a license. Didn't have a license. How long did you lose it for that time again? Two and a half years. That's a fucking stint. So three years I did my license for, and it was the first three years that I'd got back, well, got with my missus. So that's lesson <laughs> learnt now. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. Big time. She yeah. had to drive me for three years everywhere. Yeah. It was so fucked up. And then throw that on if they didn't catch her and you crash. It's like, exactly. an old, this is the old man in me. <laughs> You, you, exactly. you get across Falkland Bridge and you head on into some dude or you run over a cunt and a push bike or fucking... Exactly. You're, fucked, you're going to jail. Exactly. You're going to jail for being... Like, you probably didn't even feel like you were pissed at whatever, point one or whatever. No, I felt pissed. Oh, you were pissed, so you <laughs> shouldn't have been pissed. You should not I knew I shouldn't have been driving. You shouldn't have been on the wheel. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's fair, it cool. Just, just stupid. Yeah, no, look, man, like I said, and anyone listening out there, it's fucking... It's a, it's a good... Um, you've learned from it. Oh, yeah. Like, I still, I'll still have a couple of schooners. Um, I... I drink Asahi now because yeah. gluten intolerance. I also have a couple of couple of Asahis at the Lee's Club on a Friday afternoon, but yeah. I drink three point fives. I have two, and then I'll go home. Yeah, and I'll organise. That's a fucking cliche, but it, Plan B. Yeah. So Plan B, my Plan B is Beetle of all fucking like <laughs> we've got plan a mutual beetle. friend Plan Beetle. There's <laughs> a Plan. I can't, can't even say Plan Beetle. <laughs> um, he's my Plan B tonight because I got my oh, own yeah. podcast after this, and and uh, I know I'm going to have a couple of rums here and a couple of rums up there, and I thought, well, fuck it, I'll just leave my car here. Smart, and get, way to go. Yeah, but I got Beetle. <laughs> like, <laughs> at least you're not driving. <laughs> no, but I'm probably better off driving because he can't drive in the daylight, let alone dark. He's as blind oh, as a Beetle. Well, there you go. And I got to try and keep that cunt sober for two episodes <laughs> on my podcast. So, and he said he would, so because he knows my feelings on drink driving. He's like, I'll drive, I'll drive. I'm like, yeah, I'll probably pull up here and all the two his new cans will roll out of his fucking car. There you go. Oh, just fucking. God. I'm real paranoid now. Like it's just one. Like I'll only have one four X. 
Three years, yeah, fuck. Like three, three years teaches you. And I'm a big dude. Like, yeah, you're a big dude. Oh, yeah, you could probably have that. two. Yeah. yeah, two goals. Just no chance. Not <laughs> risking it. So you are a comedian? Oh, yeah. I'm a fuckwit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm professional. How did you get into that? Being this. Just being Just this. being a flog, mate. Nice. And um, basically, like, I've, t- I've said it a few times on different pods, but basically um, the toy where we live, they had a... Um, it was a cancer foundation. Cancer Council of Australia had a... They still do it. The Cancer Council of Australia around Australia, they do um, local business people or local, local identities, I guess, yeah. um, to do a five-minute comedy set to raise money for the Cancer Council and your charities. And I nominated a charity. I can't remember who it was at the time, but I had it. Anyway, so you do... Part of it is... Um, I think you do seven courses of stand-up comedy... Um, for a Wednesday So you do seven uh, Classes at night time And yeah. ours were at the Coogan Leeds Club Before it burnt down yeah. So I said nah So I'm not fucking doing that So yeah So that, that's all happened And, and uh, Trace A friend of mine Coogan girl friend yeah. of mine Trace Pritchard She just kept pumping it on socials Going get curb Get curb And I think they'd already done Two classes With Mandy Nolan She's a local comedian um, yeah. Around here Fucking legend Goes all around the country And um I went, oh, fuck, I'll just go and check out one of these classes. It was like a Wednesday night or something. So rolled out to Coogan, didn't know anyone. Um, walked in, obviously recognised Mandy. She's like a six-foot blonde fucking funny nice. human. So I picked her and went, that's Mandy. <laughs> now, I sort of got there first. It was just me and her. She goes, how are you? I said, good. We had a yarn. She goes, what's, you know, what's it about? I said, oh, two weeks late. Didn't really know. I just don't know what I want to do. I was, I, she goes, you want to be a comedian? I said, no, not particularly. <laughs> and she's like, okay, cool. And then I met the rest of the people. And I went, yeah, fucking way funnier than all these clowns. So, yeah, <laughs> fuck them. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I made, I made, I've made one really good friend out of that class. He's now, um, he's now my digital. I've fucking got a digital edi- editor, and that's nice. it. So I ended up meet, meeting him out of that, and he was a really funny dude, and probably should be a comedian, but he just doesn't hasn't taken a step. Yeah. So we went through the five classes, and then we went and did a comedy night uh, above the Kingy, uh, the Kingy pub. Oh, yeah. It's called fucking whatever it's called. It's like a restaurant up there. The, the wedding venue. Oh, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got up there and Mandy's like, oh, well, you can go last because you've got a bit of go about me. <laughs> and I went, yeah, sweet. And he meant it's like a five-minute fucking tight set. I said, I did 15 minutes for my first ever comedy yeah. night. And blokes don't – people still don't do that. Like yeah. after 10 years or five years, people still can't knock 15. I went, oh, I just, I just kept talking. They were laughing, so I just kept talking. Like a couple of yarns and stuff. And, um, I won. Perfect. So what it has, everyone had a box and everyone had to put money in the box. And yep. whoever got the most money in the box won the night and that money went to your charity and then you were, you were, clown, you, you were classed the funniest person. So. Yeah. So I did that. Walked away from there going, yeah, it was fucking pretty cool. Didn't think much of it. Mandy rang me in two weeks. She goes, do you want to do a gig at the Ocean Shores Country Club? <laughs> I went, a gig? She's like, do you want to do what you did the other night? Ocean Shores Country Club for 250 bucks. And I went, Yeah. Fuck yeah. Rolled down there in front of 200 people and went, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> and I opened for a guy called Greg Sullivan, who, who's a fucking really funny dude. He's a big pro comedian and mate of mine, and, um, who I've got to know now. And me and him are very alike. Yeah. And when he, walk, when he walked in, I'd never met him. I'd heard of, He was Sully from Triple M. He was, you wouldn't know. He was Triple M Radio in Brisbane for 20 years. Yeah. He was like the morning clown. You know, like every breakfast show's got the bloke yeah. who roves around, so it was Sully. And the first thing he said to me, I don't know you meant to, he might have, I don't know, he comes over and he goes, do you do jokes about yourself being fat? And I went, yeah. He goes, so do I. Don't do any tonight. And I went, oh, 
That's all I fucking had. And there's 200 people. And I went, yeah, this is this will be fucking good. Yeah. So I got up, did my set, bombed. Fucking just, just died in the arse. Yeah. And just went, yeah, that was fucked. So anyway, not doing that again. Mandy rang me about two weeks later. She goes, you want to try to Balna? And I went, oh, no. And she goes, yeah, it's 300. I went, oh, fuck, more cash. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is 2018. And I went, 18. Anyway, I said, yeah, let's fucking do it. So went down to Balna and... I didn't know at the time, but it's suicide to do a brand new set in front of two or three hundred people and not practice it. Yeah. So I rolled in there and I, I did it and smashed it. Yeah. And this old guy, as I'm walking off, this old guy comes over and he's a really old crowd. I'm doing one down there next in August actually at the same venue. He comes down, he goes, um, I didn't like you swearing. And I went, well, fuck off. And everyone <laughs> who heard it in the auditorium just lost their shit. <laughs> and I just went, no, I want to do this. Yeah. So yeah. That's, yeah, that's, right. that's where I am now. Now, fucking COVID come fucked it. Yeah. Uh, I was just starting to take off at the, at the end of 2019, just starting to do a lot of open mics and, and starting to get recognised a bit and starting to do a bit more and booking a few things, doing a you know, couple yeah, hundred yeah. odd gigs here and there. And then COVID come, it just dead set stopped. Yeah. And I was, I was fortunate with my job. I was good enough. To, I just kept working, like with, in the plumbing industry. So yeah. I, was, I was still plumbing then. So I was doing that and that was cool. Yeah. But, um, a lot of my friends who, who now who are like my friends who are professional comedians who I know now they they fucking lost everything. That's bad. Eh? It's fucked. So yeah, yeah. So now and here I am now. Your um comedy's taking you into like acting. Yeah, done, done a, a bit of acting. acting things. Done a bit of acting. Um, got a few ads for TV. I got um, I got a thing I'm doing Thursday afternoon shooting a um. So I'm still trying to get the bottom of it. It's a um, it's a golf show, sledging other comedians while you play golf. Yeah, nice. Yeah, but I, I'm brutal and I'm not real bright. <laughs> like, I'm just short and sharp and I'll just fuck you up. And, yeah. like, I don't know if the other three comedians that I'm going to attack are going to take my sword. Because I do play golf and I do sledge and I'm fucking good at it. Yeah. And they, they don't play golf and they're not the sort of... Like, everyone thinks you're a comedian, you're a funny cunt. Yeah. Most comedians are just boring fucks. But then yeah. they're funny as shit on stage. Yeah. And it's happened to me since I have do a lot of stage work now in the pods and stuff. I'm pretty boring normally because I <laughs> now I'm like saving it all up. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, like I was pretty outgoing and stuff like that. But I, yeah, the, my personality's changed since 2016. My personality's changed anyway, and you mature yeah. and you get kids. And I had an incident and shit in 16, which sort of slowed me up. And um, yeah, so I'm a bit worried about this golf thing, and I don't know where it, I don't know. And it's fucking uncut, and I don't oh, know the true. guy, and he's going to have full control of everything I say. So if I say something fucking stupid, oh god, my my manager's going, you're not fucking doing it. Yeah, like you're a fucking idiot. Don't do it. What do you want to be when you're a kid? Fireman. Fireman. Hundred percent. Just want to be a. Fire. I want to be a plumber. I want to be a firefighter. I did them both. Yeah, right. Um, early days, one hundred percent. Want to be a firefighter. Yeah. I want to be my dad. I wanted to be my dad. Yeah. How's yeah, that? Shout out to old Graham. Um, don't want to be him now. T- all his teeth are falling out and shit. Oh, no. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, I always wanted to be my dad. My dad was my idol. Yeah. I don't think I've ever said that True. publicly. Yeah. I'm, I'm a pretty big cry too. I'm fucking hateless. I'll start oh, crying. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, good question. And, and I've never been asked it flat out. So, flat out, I wanted to be my dad. Yeah. And I want to be a fireman. I want to be a plumber. And I always wanted to be married. And I always wanted to have kids. Yeah. You've done it all. I've done it all. So, I've ticked my boxes. I've got no regrets at all. I've got a couple of regrets, but not, <laughs> not when it comes to doing what I'm doing. <laughs> if you've done it all, what's next? Uh, yeah, man, I've got no, I make no bones about it. I want to have Australia's Biggest Podcast, be part of Australia's Biggest Podcast. Um, I want to put, put events on, put, put promotions on. Um, 
I want to create generational wealth so my kids can buy a house one day. I'm doing all this for my kids because I've got I've got a house. Me yeah. and my wife. I can. I always wanted, like you say, what do you want to do when you grow up? I want to be a fireman. I want to be a plumber. I wanted to get married. I wanted to own a home. Yeah, I've done it. I've done all that. Right. So I'm a licensed plumber. I was in the fire brigade for five years, six years, uh, and then got married when I was. I got, ma- I got tattooed on my wrist. Uh, I got married in 2005. So I was 25 when I got married. Yeah. Mrs. was 23. We're still together. Um, been together since she was 21, 20. Yeah. No, fuck no. 18. She was 18. Fuck, long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. We've been together for years. So, um, loving my life. So, done all that. Yeah. Um, but me now is to secure the future for my kids. Yeah. And if that, that includes doing business with some really good people. Um, and, and, and I'm pretty tough on trusting people, yeah. but I've met some people through this industry who I trust with anything, yeah. and I take advice of a 28-year-old every fucking day, and that's Tom Dahl yeah. from, from the Alpha Blokes, and Cam. Yeah. Um, more, Cam more so in the last sort of two months. Like me and Cam haven't spoke as much as me and Tommy have in the last year and a half or whatever, yeah. but um, got to know Cam a lot better in the last sort of three or four months, and he's just fucking... He's, just, he's one of us, man. He's just, just yeah. a cool fella, but... Uh, and Knuckles from CTC. Um, Thank you, Knuckles, for the hat. Yeah, you got your hat. Gave you a hat today. You're wearing it, you're wearing it well, <laughs> too. Um, yeah, so we're in, we're, we've got a few pretty big things coming up. And um, my, my thing is to take the Two Flocks podcast to number one everywhere. Um, Alpha blokes might have something to say. Mate, they're, they're, <laughs> they're the pinnacle, man. Yeah. They, and they work off such a simple model and they just got it right and they got an, a, a cracking audience. Yeah, and they're two relatable human beings, and it's your advice for a podcast. Like my advice to you for a podcast. Yeah, I think you've done more than me. Yeah, but mine hasn't been as. But I got lucky, mate. Yeah, like I got I got the right people at the right time, who who helped me promote it and push it, and now it's where it is now. Yep. So, um, yeah, for next next step for me, man, is um, is 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 that is just take it on, make sure my kids can buy a house. I'm doing all this. Like people say, you do this for you. I do it for me. Don't worry, I want, yeah. I want some shit. You know, so I got asked today, just today, I got asked today, what will you do financially? Yeah. This is all starting to pay off, right? What will you do? How are we going to know when you're financially gone, fuck yeah, I've made a bit of coin? And how <laughs> dumb is this? And this is what a dead set said. I said, I want to buy a pair of Reebok pumps. <laughs> do the 250 bucks <laughs> but that's what yeah. I want to do when I when I was growing up the pinnacle of anything was a pair of Reebok pumps yeah when I can buy Mr. when you see me walking around with a pair of Reebok pumps on <laughs> you, you know Curves has done a fucking big deal I've got uh, can I say on here who I'm sponsored by yeah yeah absolutely yeah. go for it so, yeah. so I've got sponsors now like not I give arm myself for the two, two Flogs podcast we're sponsored by Labrox and Labrox um Gibbo did a lot of work with in the past. Yeah. Um, Gibbo's a mad punter um, and a very good punter and a very intelligent human being. And so we're sponsored by Labrokes, who are keeping us afloat, which is fantastic. We love them. And they're helping us out and they've been so helpful. Mad Monday um, and the Ultimate Resis. Yeah. You see them on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So we're sponsored by them. And Pretty sure I've been posted on the Ultimate Resis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone has. Eh? He's got like 250,000 followers yeah, or something. Blokes, I've pumped Beetle on there. Beetle's an absolute cult hero on fucking Ultimate <laughs> Resis. Like, yeah. So, so, and we do a lot. Their, font, their sponsorship's more promotional stuff. Like, we go around and we'll do promos for them. Yep. Which is really cool. And they share us on their Insta and we share that. And do it. I'm, I'm just recently been sponsored by Fuck the Tax Man. I did see that on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, cool. Fact that, fuck the Taxman is a, uh, a clothing brand where 
you just uh, it's a he's a fishing fisherman, yeah. and he sells fishing shirts, hats. It's really big in America, and, and he's an Australian boy, but works in the mines. Just a, just a dude having a go. Yeah. Come to us, and he goes, and it's not a heaps of money. He's just like, I'll give you this much. We went, yeah, we'll take it, and and we help sell his merch. Yeah. So stuff like that, and then uh, recently, that's why like, I've been farting like a camel. <laughs> I'm on uh, <laughs> TikTok Nutrition. Have just jumped on board and they're, they're trying to get me get me skinny for skinny. this fight. And now I'm not fighting, but I'm, I'm going to be the ring announcer. So I've got to look yeah. at it anyway. So TikTok Nutrition and they're just feed, they're literally feeding me gibbar Nice. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. So so all that sort of stuff starting to fall in place. But when when um, like Labrux is a big sponsor, like it's, yeah. it's like a make a living sponsor, and, nice. and and we hope to have a long term deal with them and, and yeah. keep going forward. And then I'll buy myself a pair of Reebok pumps. <laughs> Don't give a fuck about anything else. So it's my pair of Reebok. I'm happy, mate. I got a, I got a, a house that I built 17 years ago in February. Yeah. I got two beautiful daughters, a beautiful wife. I got the best friendship circle you could imagine. Yeah. I got a good business circle around me. I work. I still work. I have a full time job, and I still work. I work for a fantastic company. Um, I got a pretty good life. Yeah. And, and only in the last two months, I've been saying I used to say I was one of them cunts that just go, "I oh, live in the fucking dream." <laughs> <laughs> I I have nothing to complain about. Yeah, I got head noise like a motherfucker, like anyone does. Yeah, but I only got myself to blame because I'm a fat cunt and I didn't look after myself. Now now I'm at the gym and I'm walking, I'm losing weight, and I yeah. fucking drink cans of rum as I'm saying it. But yeah, so I'm right. yes. we're both <laughs> but, on health kicks. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow I'll go for a walk in the morning and go to work and yeah. blah blah. So yeah, that, that's that's where I see myself, man. It's just I, I want to set my kids up. My dream is to keep the house I got now, uh, buy a few acres. Uh, put a modest house, not not a stupid house, man. Just just a fucking house. All I want is a three bedroom fucking house, because my kids are seventeen and thirteen. They're not going to be at home forever. Build a nice three bedroom home with a massive living area with a yeah. huge fuck off deck with an outdoor indoor kitchen in it, and that's me with a view of that fucking mountain out there, man. Nice. So I love that fucking mountain. Nice. And 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 that's me. And that and then hopefully sell the house, the one we got now down the yeah. track, and that's my kids' money for their deposits on their homes. And that's yeah. pretty simple shit. Really, that's after. nice. That's good. That's what I want to do. It's very man. humble, very wholesome. I'm going to do it, man. Nice. I'm going to fucking do it. Good. I hope you do. I'm definitely doing it. So that's and and, and if you manifest stuff, like I'm saying to you, like you manifest mm. that, and you want to get out doing what you're doing, all that sort of stuff. You just got to start putting that brain power, like to, yeah. to do. I, got, I do this thing called Psych K, and it's all about manifestation and it's brain work. And I look like a fucking rogue bikey fuckwit. <laughs> yeah, you and I both. <laughs> yeah, you do too. Yeah. So yeah, and, and you open your mouth and you go, "This bloke's all right." Yeah. I get that too. Bloke's go, oh, "Look at me!" And I will start talking. I go, "This guy's just an idiot." Yeah. Not saying you are, but I mean, that's how I people look no, at me. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go, "This guy's just a big friendly cunt." I say, "Yeah, mm. poke me in the eye." Like I'm still got a bit of shit in me. Yeah. But but that that's that's me goal, mate. Is is to yeah. set my kids up and their kids, and if yeah. I can do it with my mouth and fucking my my brain and your mouth. Well, I've got to do it with my mouth. <laughs> yeah, fuck, I'll just, yeah I'll just, <laughs> no, but if I can do it with my mouth, talking, doing comedy, and fucking sacrificing some family time by telling jokes on stage somewhere for money, yeah. which I'm doing now, and then and doing the pod. Easy stuff. I've got a couple other pods in the works at the moment. I can't really talk too much about, but there's two other pods coming. Yeah, uh, I think one will go bang. I think the other one will go but. Yeah, but I don't fucking you know. I don't fucking know. You know so, I mean. that's me in a nutshell, man. What I want to—it's where I want to be in the future, eh? Hey, that's good. Yeah, I don't oh. want nothing too big. I don't want a big million-dollar house looking over the fucking. You might have to buy one living in this area. I've already got a house at Water Goes, man. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need another one. You want to look at that mountain? You might need one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I want to be here. I want to be home looking at my mountain. Yeah, and yeah. Just fucking nice, modest home. Nothing over the top. I don't want big, flash fucking cars. Yeah. I don't want all this shit. I just want to be. I want my kids to be. Yeah, well, that's good. I want my kids to be secure. It's humble. So it's nice. Yeah, and 
20 years ago, I would have said the same thing. Yeah. And it's just taken me 20 years to get here because I wouldn't fucking, I didn't take a gamble 20 years ago. Yeah. I didn't take a gamble 20 years ago. If I took a gamble 20 years ago, I'd be there by tenfold by now. You wouldn't be sitting here. I couldn't say cunt and radio. And podcast didn't exist 20 years ago. <laughs> there you go. I'm banned from fucking, what's that? I won't say. There's a radio station down the road. I got pumped oh, off because yeah. I said fuck twice live oh. now. And my nan, God bless her, she, she was alive at the time. She <laughs> rings me when I got off air. She goes, oh, yeah, you say fuck from Ipswich. I said, I was on the radio, nan. Everyone in the world fucking heard me say fuck twice. Because yeah. I, I think, I don't even know. I think maybe, I don't know if you know, you know Skillo, Luke Skillington? Yeah, real well. Yeah, there you go. So he's one of my best mates. Is he? Yeah, yeah. I love Luke Skillington. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of my best mates. He's a humble dude. I did a lot of work with him in the, another part of life, strapping yeah. footy and stuff. Oh, they, yeah, of course. He's yeah. humble. He was really calm. Not, I'm not calm. I'm yeah. like, he's fucking dying. Luke's going, he's fucking foot cunt. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think twice I looked at Skillo and he panicked. I went, we're fucked. Yeah. Look, if Skillo's panicking, we're fucked. You're fucked. And he didn't panic ever. He's yeah. just, yeah, I learned a lot from Like another young kid. I learned a lot from him. I don't care how old you are if you're a female. You're a fucking homosexual if you if you what colour you are or anything. Yeah. If you can teach me something, I'll fucking learn. And if you're not a fuckwit, I'll learn. Skillo is all of them things. He's just such oh, a good bloke. He is. He is. He's a top yeah. bloke. I think he was the one who sent me your podcasts. Yeah, right. A while ago. Yeah, yeah right. So I think that's how I I've followed that for a while. And yeah. through you, I actually, I followed Alpha Blokes for yeah for ages. Everyone, but, yeah, everyone. But I never so listened. I. Like I just. Yeah, I was a bit like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so then when you, I think you went on their show. Episode 88, 99. Yeah. yeah. So you went on their show and I started to listen to it at the gym and then just life happened. I went out there to talk mental health. Yeah. Um, struck up a good conversation with Tommy over a couple of month period. I was doing this thing called um, Burgers with Buster, cooking burgers and talking mental health with comedians and filmed it like a proper production. It was awesome thing and. Um, someone sent him one, I think, and he watched it. And then I think I might have sent it to him as well and talked to him and yeah. come at this message. And it's like, Tom Dahl sent you an inbox. I went, holy fuck, Tommy yeah. Dahl from 27 year old fucking kid from Gladstone. But yeah. for me, you're like, holy fuck, it's Tommy Dahl from, from, from the Alpha Blokes. And struck a bit of conversation with him through Instagram. And then he's like, dude, here's my number. Give me a call. I'm like, holy fuck, he's giving me, you know. So the next day I rang him and, um, won't lie, I was a bit like, fucking hell. Now, it's funny when you meet someone who you've listened to, because I listened to him for so long on, on yeah. a podcast, and I was talking to him, and I'm like, fuck, I'm talking to the dude's voice. I'm talking to the voice, which happens to me now. I'll meet people, and they'll just look at me, and I'm like, yeah, it's my voice. Like, <laughs> this, is, yeah, this is what it comes out of. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for what I look like. I know what I look like. And um, yeah, so I, yeah, so I was sort of a bit with him, and then we just sort of struck it off, and um, we, we've now become fucking, yeah, yeah, good mates, and and um, he said, "Mate, why don't you come to Gladstone and do an episode?" Uh, we talked about talked about cookie and, and all this stuff with, with the passing of a mate at footy and in 2016, and the comedy intrigued him. He wanted to he wanted to talk about the comedy and, and talk about mental health. I went up there, man, and got on that lounge, and, and same as you, he just it was doing an hour. I think we went for two and a bit hours, yeah, and just yeah, hit it off. They Top. seem like real humble sort of guys. Just Pretty hard not to get to along with to. those two boys and Quinn, man. Quinn's such a fucking good dude. Yeah, way better than Moose. Um, <laughs> Moose being my producer, if you haven't heard my podcast, Quinn's <laughs> a producer of the Alpha Blokes, and he's the best. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, hit it off with them, them two boys really well, and um, hung around. Did did uh, I don't think I was meant to or not. I can't remember, but anyway, uh, hung around and done um, Trent's a talkback. Yeah, right. And back then it was called something else. Uh, I can't remember what they called it, but anyway, we did the two episodes and. Um, yeah, that's that's where it, that's where it took off. It's yeah. funny because the podcast in 
community, I'll call it, in Australia is very humble and very, like, tight-knit. Like, everyone is so welcoming of everyone, yes. like, I find. Yes, 100%. And even though our podcast isn't as big as any of these boys, like, I don't talk to Alpha Blokes or anything, but, like, um, we got mutual friend Jack Lawrence. Yeah, I know Jack. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. I don't know Jack. I haven't met Jack, but I've speak to oh, Jack okay. too. Yeah. I speak well, to Jack I see as well. you share each other's stuff all the yeah, time. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. So I had Jack on my podcast ah. before, I think he was like three episodes in. <laughs> Sounds so, like two million downloads. I know. Yeah. Got him before. I've got about 600, but, uh, six, six million or something. But anyway. even through like... You, you'll get there, Jack. <laughs> no, no, it yeah, he's the yeah, best dude. He's like, a great he's, dude. He's he's awesome. He's um, yeah, I he's, owe him a few beers, but do you? <laughs> oh yeah, like he got me in touch with Ed Cavalli. Oh yeah, the comedian. So I had him yeah, on yeah, a couple yeah, of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, which I, f- well, I have I f- Jack to thank for. More, I probably shouldn't tell you this. You might get the shits, but yeah, um, yeah, the um, fuck the tax man come through Jack. Yeah, nice, perfect. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so like Jack put me in touch with Ed Cavalli. Yeah, yeah, and I fuck. I, I didn't blow it, but at the time... You wouldn't have. No, sweet. I was so fucking sick, and really? I had organised this podcast with Ed. What, what how do you mean sick? Like, I, I, fuck, I ended up going to hospital, like, three hours after I had COVID. Did you give Jack COVID? No, 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 like, this was just um, over Zoom, me and Ed. Oh, right, yeah. So, like, when I had that podcast, mine with Jack was, fucking perfect. Mine with Ed, but I'm try- trying to interview this comedian, like, well-known Australian comedian. I've got pneumonia, COVID, <laughs> and, and influenza. <laughs> And I'm just like, That's I feel fuck. so flat. And I, I just, couldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Fuck. Well, I couldn't reschedule. Yeah. Well, I nah. could, but. Jack, yeah. I don't know Jack, but he's a funny dude. Jack's the best. But, he's um. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I've got to do one tonight with Gibbo, who's hungover. So it's the same situation, I guess. But, see, like, everyone's just so welcoming and. So with this fight thing coming up, I've been talking to a lot of smaller podcasts. They're like, we're on a going fight and we've had two podcasts. I'm like, ah, fuck, mate. We can't have you on. But I'm ringing every one of them. Yeah. Like, I'm literally ringing them and going, hey, man, can't have you on. Yeah. But then I'll share some advice. What do we do? Go use, go use fucking Acast. You, you know, set yourself up just with switch this. switch to Acast, thank yeah, God. So, so mate, Acast, so that we're, we're, we, we run with Acast. We, went, we just started literally with the same setup you've got here. Yeah. With the same, the same fucking roadcaster. Tommy's, we got onto ACAST through Tom and Cam. Yep. Uh, and now we've just been switched over to the professional account because they're looking after us now. So, because uh, you get the numbers, and they, that's what they do. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I can't fault them, mate. And, and, but like you say, because of what Tom and Cam did by putting me on there, I didn't even have a podcast and didn't even think about it. I didn't want one. Yeah. As soon as I walked out after, well, I was blind when I walked out. But when I, well, as, soon as, I walked <laughs> out of that, as soon as I walked out of that podcast studio, I just said to myself, I went, fuck me. Let's get I it. need a podcast. And I sat on it for about a month and then. Oh, so you did Alpha Blokes before you had... Yeah, I didn't have a podcast. Oh, true. Dude, only, yeah, this has only been going... Like, how far I'm behind. I, didn't, I, I just... did not have a podcast at all. There was no talk of it. Two Flogs didn't exist. I didn't really even like you, babe. Um, like, fucking... <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like, me and Gibbo hadn't even spoke about a podcast. Yeah. Like, we, there was no talk of it. Moose, I had spoke... I, I had spoke to Moose about a podcast, but it just went, it, it just, no, it's not my... Was it one of those drunk, like, let's start a bar? No, no, he just, see, me and Moose sort of grew up in, well, we all grew up in town, but me and Moose, uh, I sort of knew Moose sort of semi, semi-well through mutual friends. Yeah. And he's like, hey, man, want to do a podcast? Bar? So he knew enough to send me a message to talk to. Yeah, yeah. And I went, oh, dude, oh, oh, it's not for, sort of for me. Come back from the Alpha Blokes, I sat on for about a month or so, or two weeks or whatever, and I sent Moose a message. I went, how can you do this podcast? And he's like, Kane. I went, right, I... So it was going to be me and Moose. Keep burping. You, you listen to my podcast, I burp. Poor old Gibbo just wears it all over him. Um, I said, yeah, we'll, we'll do this podcast. 
Um, and then with circumstances in Moose's career and stuff, what he does, and he didn't want to be known, and he didn't want to be, he didn't want his face out there. Yeah. And I said to him without. <laughs> This is this whole manifestation, how my brain works. I just went, I'll tell you what, mate. If we're, I'm going to do a fucking... I went and met him. I said, if we're going to do a fucking podcast. I want this to be the biggest podcast in Australia. And I want to do live events. And I want to do fucking promos. I want to be on everyone's fucking podcast in the world and tell them how good we are. Yeah. And, and I want to fucking do comedy off the back of it. Every cunt is going to know your face. And he's like, I can't do it. I went, fuck. Do it. I don't even know how me and Gibbo got in the conversation. We just had a drink, I think. Bumped into each other and we were talking and I said, mate, you don't want to do a podcast, do you? Because Gibbo's a talk. Gibbo's yeah. a talk. And he's a punter. Yeah. And I said, what about punting and, punting and fucking comedy and it can work? And Gibbo, and, and if, I love everything about Gibbo. But the only thing about Gibbo, he doesn't back himself. He's always, he's always well, not, not that he doesn't back himself. He doesn't, um, he, he's cautious. Yeah. I think that's probably the word for Gibbo. He's yeah. cautious and he's like, yeah, I don't think anyone will listen to it. Well, let's just have a bit of a go. So we done this. Bought all this shit. Right? I mean, my mum, <laughs> my mum just bought all this shit. Oh, true. And goes, fucking do it. Bought yep. the whole setup. Right. So we set it up at my kitchen table, twenty seven weeks ago. Well, it was twenty eight weeks ago because that episode never went to air. Because we just got on there. I don't think anyone's first episode ever goes to um, air. Some people have heard it. My, my manager just went, "That ain't going to fucking air." <laughs> so, so I said one day, I said we should put. Oh, only a month ago, I said I sent it to my manager. I said we want to put this on air. He goes, "No, that's fucking new." No. Yeah. Um, because we just pushed record and talked shit. Yeah. I got blind. I was at home. <laughs> we all got pissed. Or Moose didn't. He's off the piss. But me and Gibbock hammered and we just clunky and it didn't flow well. And I turned it off and I literally did a fatty Vorton at the footy show. Yeah. That was fun. I'll sell all this shit. <laughs> this isn't going to happen again. Rang Tom. I think I sent it to him maybe. I can't quote me on that. Tommy's had a bit of a listen. I think. Do this, try that, do this, try that, try that, try that. Like you're talking about the community. This yeah. is like, he's Australia's biggest podcast without yeah. hands down. Alpha blokes are it. Gave me advice. I said, fuck it, right, I will go again. So the following Wednesday night, we do, normally do Wednesday. Following Wednesday night, hit record again with a structure yeah. that we still do today. Well, still do that 27 weeks ago. We still do the same structure, <laughs> but yeah. fuck, it works. And then they fucking said, go and listen to Two Flocks podcast. Buster, who was on episode 88, has a Two Flock. And it went bang. I think we had 400. I think we had four. first episode of 400 people. No numbers. Well, that, that's the only number I'm giving you. Okay. So the, fir- the first episode had 400. Yeah. And I just went, fuck this, I'm selling everything, I'm fucking out. And he goes, you're up. And like, this is what I mean about it. This is what about me with my brain, and I listen to everyone, if you're old, young, whatever. Yeah. He just goes, fuck up, idiot. Yeah. You, you, it's sweet. Stick with it. 27 weeks later, we're where we are now. And we're going really well. Yeah. So, really well. Yeah. And Gibbo still can't believe it. Because he's never listened to a fucking episode and he doesn't uh, know what it sounds like. I don't like. listen to mine episodes. I do. I this to one I will. <laughs> yeah, he will. Twice and then record and then send it to me and then edit everything out of it. Um, yeah, so I listen to every episode yeah. um, on a Thursday before it goes live. So um, what the first thing we did, and, and for anyone out there listening who wants a podcast, get yourself a fucking good editor yeah. that knows what to take out. Yeah. And we pay him and he runs a, a, a he edits a very big radio station in Australia. Perfect. He goes through, we pay him a certain amount of money. He goes through, takes out all the shit, never mooses or gibbos, usually just mine. He puts <laughs> it onto ACAR, sends me an email, he goes, there it is, brother, edited. Done. I'll go and listen to it. And then I'll go, I'll write notes. Every week I write, I've got a book in that fucking briefcase, my briefcase I run everywhere. <laughs> it's a 1952. Had port in it last week, It's a 1952 <laughs> port. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I write notes. Um, next week improve. Next week improve. Pros cons, and, then, yeah. and that's how I've slowly got my podcast bigger. 
That's probably the way to do it. That's what I should start doing. You should do it. Pros, cons. You, you need to listen to your podcast, man. If you don't listen to your, and that was another advice from Tom Camp. If you don't listen to your podcast, what's the point? Yeah. If you won't listen to it, no one's going to listen to it. Yeah. And you might be doing something wrong every fucking week. And I do listen to yours, and I've got some points. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> no, that's fine. But there's <laughs> things there that you can go, yeah, you, yeah. Need to, you need to sharpen this up, and you take this out, and, and you're your harshest critic. So yeah. I'm, I'm terrible on myself. Like There's stuff I know I'll go, that is shit, and I'll take it out. I'll, I'll ring our editor and drives you nuts. And I go, mate, can you just take this out? This is shit. Yeah. And I'll write it in there, and I'll redo it, and I'll do it next week better. Yeah, 100%. That's how you get better. That's how you improve. Yeah. That's my advice. And as far as the community goes, I speak to now some of the biggest, biggest podcasters in Australia, and they share advice. Yeah. And now I'm slowly starting to, I'm not anywhere near the top, but we get up there. We're up, we're up there. I suppose we're up there. Um, oh, 100% you're up there. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to be modest. I mean, I'm trying to be modest. <laughs> but like, I talk to someone who gets 50 listeners a week and I go, I go here's your fucking advice. And I say, if I'm in your town and you're getting 50, 50 downloads a week, get me on your fucking podcast and I'll have a yarn to you like yeah. this and we'll fucking try and get you going. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and, and if I didn't, Tom Dale would pull the plug at me and go, fuck you. Because yeah. he helped me, he took a gamble on me, and he gave me advice, and that's that's how it works. Well, on the editing thing, yeah, because <laughs> I know I do have to edit. Yeah, anymore. it's got to a stage now where like our listeners are going up every week, yeah, and it's very good and enjoying it. But now I can focus on it a lot more. Yeah, whereas like I did it with my best mate Ryan, where we just every Monday just get in there. Well, but Skiller was your best mate. I mean, Rob, is Skillo? Same group. Skillo can't talk. Same group. Skillo's not talking. <laughs> Skillo, have you interviewed Skillo? I haven't done. Not a bad idea. He'd have to have a few drinks first. Well, just just <laughs> his footy background and stuff like that. would probably be an interesting conversation there with Skillo. Yeah, true. He'd probably tell you how good a strapper I am and better than him. <laughs> yeah, doubt that. I'm way better than him. <laughs> he knows. Maybe like He's very humble about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, now that I'm at a stage where I've only got one job because I was working two jobs seven days a week and it was just... Still trying to do the podcast stuff, which is good. Like, it's been fun. It's been good. For some reason, we're, like, going a lot bigger in America than... You said that to me today. You said you're big... Yeah, yeah we've got a few in the States, too. It's England's our biggest, second biggest one. It's at that stage now where I can focus on a lot more, but it's... Also, Ryan is moving, so he's oh. gone. So it's just me now. Guess Gillo. <laughs> to host everyone. You just don't want to say he's a boring cunt. <laughs> nah. nah, he's not a boring cunt. I'll busy, do it with you. Fuck it, I'll, I'll jump on. I'll, I've got plenty of time. I'll jump on and do a pod with you every week. <laughs> No, you got too much going on. No, no. <laughs> I mean, you can, but you got a lot going oh, on. You're busy, yeah. man. Fuck hell. Um, so, yeah, it's at a stage now where I can focus on a lot more. It's kind of saying that I want to start growing. So, what direction are you going to go in? If you buy yourself, it's hard. It's hard to do. I know. I've, Interviews. Yeah, I don't, don't humble brag. Like, I've got a few good people I can talk yeah. to, but yeah. then it's just keeping. Keep going. Keep going. And, yeah, exactly. Then I've got to, like, I don't know, focus on, and it's now that I'm at a stage where I can. Pointed in a direction that I want to go. Yeah, good on you. Because Ryan's holding you back. You've just written it on that bit of paper. Ryan is definitely Ryan's the talker of our you've, podcast. You've just written it. Ryan is holding me back. Oh, fuck. I'll bag him any day of the week. <laughs> he's the radio guy. So yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. got a sweet voice. He's really good. And hopefully, well, when he goes, I'll go over to America. We'll do a few episodes in Central Park or something. That'd be cool, knows. eh? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like we got, oh, mates live over there. We've got a couple of bands, country bands. That yeah, righto. Go That's all you need. Just need to, yeah, you just need to be consistent, mate, and keep doing what you're doing. And we'll get there. Yeah, you're definitely going to get there. So mental health, we did just touch on. Yeah. It is a big thing. For me, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty big thing. Especially, yeah, for me personally as well. Especially in this area, mm. I find, yeah, fuck, I don't know how to say it nicely. 
I feel like there's a lot more suicide in this area. There is heaps. Then, yeah. like, for my Sydney, like my Sydney mates, I went to school with, and started high school with. Mm. I don't think once committed suicide. Fuck, man. Or up all, here, all heaps. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know. You can't put a finger on it. I don't know if lifestyle, what it is, but country town down there as well. I just. Yeah, I don't know. And like, obviously, I'm not going to talk. Um, what, Personal stuff about like different friends that I've had do it up here, but I, and I, I don't have the answer either. It's yeah. And I'd like to see the statistics for. I know the statistics between rural and 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 coastal like, like cities is it rural outweighs it. Yeah, but I, I fucking hate it, man. I hate I hate the fact I used to went I used to have this brain about suicide being you're just a weak weak cunt and yeah. and, and you just take an easy way out and and then I met. Someone who was on the verge of suicide and sat with that person. I won't say male or female because we are from a small town. Yeah. Um, I sat with that person and spoke to that person and there was nothing I could fuck. And I'm a dude that can talk anyone out of anything or into anything. Yeah. There was nothing that I could say to that person to change their mind. But the only option for that person was to kill themselves. Yeah. And I sat there going, holy fuck. And it changed my perspective on it from this... Because I didn't understand it. Yeah, yeah. I'd never seen... Because ne- I've never had those thoughts. Yeah, Touch wood. Yeah, no, I've no. never had them thoughts. Um, I, I suffer... I, got the black, I get the black dog really bad. And I get anxiety really bad. And I've got all those sort of... I, I go all through them, which everyone does. We go through, go through the motions and I wear it hard. And I'm, I'm coming out of the back of a pretty rough three or four weeks for myself. And this week... Well, the end of last week, I started turning around. Um... Because I fucking know what to do. Yeah. I know I need to walk, I need to exercise, I need to go to the gym, I need to eat right, and I need to fucking get around my mates and yeah. and go and play a bit of golf on Sunday, which I did, and, and it fixed me up a little bit and all this sort of stuff. Um, but talking to that person, man, it was I'm glad you brought that up because it was just there's nothing I could do. And I physically had to get help myself to give it to this person. So yeah. it started with Lifeline. Yeah. It's fucking Beg this person, ring this number. Just ring Lifeline. And they did. Which turned into them telling the person the same thing I did. Go to your doctor, get a mental health plan. They're fucking free. Yeah. They went to the doctor. They got their eight visits to the shrink. Uh, or, no, it used to be five. Or whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And some will bulk bill the entire amount. Some is like 100 bucks back or whatever. Yeah. And, mate, I use it. I go, I go all the time. Uh, I haven't been now for about the last two months. And... Because I'm, I'm going all right with it. Yeah. But um, I'm due to go again. I'm due to start again. Yeah. Um, so that person went and got mental health visits and went and did it and did 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 their fucking whatever amount. And, yeah, come out of it on the other end. Thank fuck. Yeah. Because, man, like I said, it gave me a very good understanding about, holy shit, they didn't think there was any other fucking option. Yeah, shit's real. Scared the fuck out of me. I remember my wife and I was, I was in tears. Yeah. Just going, I don't know what to do. I don't want to leave this person here. Um, yeah. Thank fuck. fuck I've never been in that position. It was shit, man. Yeah. It was so shit. I, I, just, I just kept thinking, they don't think there's any way, other way out. And look, I've had... But it upset me because I've had a lot of close mates that have done it. And I thought, fuck me, this is where you were. Yeah. And there's nothing anyone could have said. That's got to reach out. Reach out. Talk to me. Like, I know they, they don't want to, but they can. 
That, that, okay, that yeah. probably sounds real harsh how I said that. No, no, you're saying. But, but you've got to be real careful with how, how you approach it. Because sometimes you don't know. Yeah. I've got mates who have rung and just said, who thankfully haven't done anything, but they've rung and then I've just said, dude, can I just call you tomorrow, man? I'll go and th- I've just got some stuff going on. I can't and then I'll think about it and I'll go, fuck, I need to ring that cunt. So I'll yeah, ring him back. Just make time. Go, I'll fucking ring it to the I'll go ring this person. And then just have a good yarn and a laugh. And then three days later, I'll get a text message and go, hey, dude. Thank was you. in a super low place that night. Thanks for ringing me back. I'm like, fuck. I had no idea. We just talked about cows or fucking whatever yeah, we were talking yeah. about. And and I went, holy fuck, I didn't even know. Yeah. You just don't know. It's wild, eh? It's wild. It's Especially weird. in men at the moment. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Heaps. Yeah. 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 And you just never know. You just never know who that person is. The laughy bloke, the, la- the laughy girl, the fucking... The chick who's got everything to do has got everything. You just don't know. Exactly. You don't fucking know. Like me, I just said before, I've got a perfect fucking life. But two weeks ago, I was like, fuck. I've never been suicidal. But two weeks ago, I'm like, fuck every kind of I want to talk to anyone. Yeah. Last Wednesday night, man, I didn't want to do my own podcast. I said, I don't want to go. I don't give a fuck. I'm not going. Yeah. I just don't. I did, did not want to go. Just see how it works. But you still went. Yeah, contracts as a fucking have to these days. <laughs> I'm a money person. <laughs> no, but yeah, I had I went. Yeah, my yeah. wife. I think fuck my, my wife's like, get in the car, you fat fuck. <laughs> yeah. Literally what's strong. She said. No, she didn't say that. But yeah, she's like, dude, get in the car. Yeah. Get in the fucking car. Like, yeah. Speaking of your mental health towards weight loss and that, do you have a goal? Yeah, there's no fat old people. So lose weight so you can be old. True. I'm already old, but I want to be older. Yeah, yeah. Uh no, I don't have a goal. Yeah, I had goals. I had goals until I listened to uh, talk about other podcasts. Joe Rogan is a guy called Joe Rogan does a podcast. I don't know if yeah. you heard of him? Yeah, I've heard um, of him. Yeah, and a good mate of mine called Tom Zagura. He's a comedian. I don't know if you heard of him? Yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> Huge fan of mine. Um, <laughs> but no, I listened to Tom Segura's, um podcast with Joe Rogan, and yeah. he was talking about losing weight, getting to a goal weight, and then but now he's there. He's like, I don't want to stop. Yeah. So nah, I, I had a goal weight until literally yesterday. I was listening to to, to Rogan's podcast and went. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a goal anymore. Yeah, um, I've got a number in my head, but I don't want to run by a number. I just want to have, I want to work it on um, my blood tests yeah. and, and my mental health and, and how I look in the mirror and how my, my brain is. Yeah. And that's my goal. That's fair enough. I don't care if I'm 120 kilos with a beer belly. As long as I'm healthy, I'm smiling. Yeah. Everyone around me is smiling. I'm not full of noise. That's my goal. That's a good goal. Yeah, fuck it's a real good goal. Yeah, because yeah, I'm going through it at the moment where went to get on a scale, couldn't yeah. read my fucking weight. Yeah, fuck. I haven't seen my dick since the eighties, man. <laughs> well, I can still see mine. Okay, I've got a goal. I want to see my dick. <laughs> there you go. Easy as that. <laughs> do you want to see my dick? Do you? Is that no, one of your goals? <laughs> no, don't call me busted for nothing. I'm a fat guy. Oh, I've got a hog on me. <laughs> thank you. Man. I'll take your word for that. Yeah, my wife limps. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like my goal was to get to 130 because I was 155. I wanted to get to 130, but I'm kind of at like that 133 mark now, mm. and I'm happy with my size. Like, I'm happy you're with a big my size. Dude, but you're like, not yeah. a big. You're not a look. How heavy you reckon I am? One. You won't offend me. 130. I'm 160. Yeah. See, no one. So we were close to the same size. No one picks it. Yeah, and I was 182. But you're very tall. You tall? Six yeah, eleven. Uh, you're not six eleven. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, the ladies don't know that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just six. I'm like five eleven and a oh, okay. five eleven and a basic off. So you're six. Yeah, if, six. If yeah. you're single and dating, you're six foot. Oh, six foot eleven, ladies. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm six foot. 
Yeah, there you go. So you're tall. And you're naturally so. were you a big, big kid? Uh yeah, I always had big shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Big shoulders, massive dick. There you go. That's where your weight is. <laughs> no, dick only grew when I got fat. <laughs> That's, that's the secret. Yeah. It's a secret, nah, man. Yeah, no, I do not have a big dick. I'm telling you. Uh, I really don't. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, six foot. Um, I was 182.5 kilos a year ago. I've lost 20-something. I'm down to 160. So that's good. Just keep pushing. That's massive. Yeah, I know. But like I don't. Massive I don't. weight loss. Oh, <laughs> I knew what you meant. <laughs> um, yeah, so, look, I'd like to sit around that one. Happily, I'd be 120 because I don't, I can't see myself being 85 kilos. Oh, fuck no. Look at the size no. of my fucking head. I'd look like one of those yeah. chubba-chub lollipops. See, I wouldn't want to be that. Like, I'm happy at that 130 mark. Yeah. But I'd like to just tone it up. A bit. I don't want to be walking around with a hair tie on my skin holding it on my back. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that too. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I, I'm good with 120 and healthy. It's funny because, like, I got mad stretch marks. Like, I yeah, got so really yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was covered in with tattoos. Yeah, I never thought of that. It was fucking. It was the most painful thing. Yeah, they reckon it is. Yeah, I've ever fucking done. I was so self conscious about it. Yeah, and it was like, and I used to be real skinny. Like I was a skinny kid. Yeah, and then jumped on roids. Did ya? Yeah, silly bastard. Did it the wrong way. I'm on roids now. (laughs) Are you not? I am. Are you? Yeah, I'm on. I'm on. Um, (laughs) went got my mental health. I went got my testosterone checked. Oh, true. Yeah, true story. I've spoken on a few podcasts about it. Um, went and got my testosterone checked. And at 43, it's meant to be whatever. And yeah. my doctor ran me and goes, "Dude, you basically a they them." Yeah, <laughs> it right. Was that low. It was like scary low. You can't you can't die from it. Yeah, yeah. But he said, um, "Yeah, there'd be signs that it's that low." I go, yeah. "I said, yeah, my period's heavy as fuck." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, that's a fair sign that you need this." So I'm on um, I'm on a natural. It's prescribed. Yeah, it, yeah. It, look, bodybuilders can't be on it. Like, I was it's just say, how, do, how do I get this? Yeah, no, <laughs> fuck that. But yeah, yeah. So it's just a tablet form. Yeah, uh, from the chemist, and it's uh, I get it from Newcastle from a compound chemist. I got to get it sent up to me. Um, and mate, I swear to you, my fucking mood improved within three days <laughs> because it got me juice back. Um, yeah, right. Like, he's like, "Did your dick get hard?" I went, "Yeah, dick gets hard." He's like, "I don't know how it does." I said, "Well, it does." Like he said, "That's that's." I said, "He wasn't joking. I'm not joking either." He's like. Just dick it out. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, it shouldn't because my testosterone, testosterone is that low. I went, fuck, that's hectic. And he's like, yeah. So I went and got that done and improved my mood, got me going, like walking and shit. And um, I think they're called DHA, DEA, DEHA, DHEA tablets or something. I didn't even think of that, eh? That was a thing. What? Yeah. Bert Kreiser got me. Bert Kreiser and Tom Segura. Yeah. That's how I found it. And they're like, get your testosterone checked. So I did. There you go. And it was low as fuck. And now it's so. What I'm on, I'm not on the. Bert actually injects. Yeah. Like legally. Yeah, yeah. Bert actually and, and Tom, they both inject. Yeah. Um, they're a bit older than me. Oh, me and Tom are the same age, but I don't know these people. I'm just saying, like I know, but I, know, I, I, know. I, li- I listen to their podcast like religiously. <laughs> um, but he actually, yeah, they inject it. Yeah. I just take a tablet, but mine's a mine's a natural. So the thing that I take is something to naturally get my testosterone going again because of my age. Yeah. And it's working. Fuck, how good. That's yeah, cool. And it's really good for my mental health. Modern medicine. Wild. Yeah, I'm a bit of a hippie, man. Like, I like my feet on the grass and I like fucking meditating and I fucking like. Brad um, Fittler. Yeah, what a flogger <laughs> he is. Um, but yeah, I was doing it before he was. But yeah, no, like meditation. I, I meditate. Um, I meditate regularly. I walk regularly on, on the grass. I get the sun in the morning. I do. I get as much sun as I can on me. Yeah. Um, I know I'm really see through to look at, but my back's brown. Like, I sit on my veranda and I. I get brown I get the sun in me In the morning and shit And yeah, some, Just some advice there Anyway 
Yeah, right. Yeah, get your test- if you're over 40, get your testosterone checked and it fucking does you well. Get testosterone. Get testosterone. See how hard the fucking thing gets now. Gets that hard sometimes. I can't blink. I've got no skin left. Stop it. Can't go outside magpie land on it. I think it's a roosting thing for chickens. Oh, fuck. I know my testosterone's right because, fuck. I got totally as soon as I go to the gym. Do you? Because you're a pervert. No, I go to the gym at a time when there's no one there. Yeah, I don't like talking to people at the gym. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, it does my head in. I farted in the sauna the other day and nearly killed an old dude. Oh, no. Fuck him. Fuck. Walked him with his speedos on the set. It's a two-man sauna. This old bloke climbs over me. These old balls just rushed across my knee. I'm like, eh. Oh, no. And he's sitting there and he goes, not really fucking built for two of us, is it, mate? And I went, nah. And I sat there for about a minute and I went, nah. Little oh. fucking quiet one. And he didn't say a thing. He just goes, hey, I'll knock it out. Went, yeah, sweet. Because it was pure. I didn't want to sit in there with it. Fuck, get Pugetry. out of here. Fucking stuff. <laughs> to wrap up. Last question. We never got to anything we needed to get to, did we? That's we might have to do a second episode. Oh, happy to. Easy yeah. as. Fave comedian? Oh, I don't have one. Tom Segura, Burke, Karaja, Carl Barron. I opened for Jim Owen. I'm a big oh, fan. Uh, okay, ultimate favourite? Probably Billy Connolly. I'm gonna, okay, if you ask me one, yeah, Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly? Yeah. Yeah, right. What was it like being on the Alpha Blokes? You kind of touched on that already. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it gave me what I wanted. It gave me it gave me what I want to do in life. Yeah. And I didn't know I wanted to do it until I did it. Okay, good. Have you had any hecklers? Yeah, heaps. Best one? Never had a good one. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I get the you're fat. Cheers. Oh, I just spoke for twenty minutes about being up. fat. You fuckhead. That's my entire. That's act. such a shit. You ruined my punchline. Yeah, that's such a shit angle. Yeah. Uh, what's your fave meal and drink? Oh, I love a can of rum. Obviously. Um, and like, I've got the most fucking exquisite, expensive palate. Really? Known to man. Yeah. Chicken parmy. I was going to say, you're going to say something like Rissoles. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I tell you, my, my Nano Scrod Rissoles, Rissoles and onion gravy and mashed potato on Toboggan Road. It's such a nan meal. I grew up on Toboggan Road just up here. Nice. And um, they were there. For, my mum was born in that house, so we've, they've only just sold it when she passed. So, um, yeah, but go to the pub. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a palmy guy. Yeah. Um, I, I don't buy a steak at a pub because I'm tight. But um, at home, Rissoles, onion gravy, mashed potato. Nice. Fuck, see, my nan made that really well as well. Um, if you can play golf and have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who are you picking? Oh. Billy Connolly. Yeah. Um, I'd love to say my grandfather, but he wouldn't have played golf. And what was the other part of it? And dinner. Oh, golf, dinner, yeah, golf no. and dinner. Ah, pa, pa, pa didn't like out for dinner. He didn't like playing golf. But if I, okay, I was going to, yeah, Billy Connolly for dinner and golf. Yeah. Um, I'd love to meet a Barack Obama. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I'd like to have, not because I'm not a political person at all, but I'd like to, I'd like to have a yarn to Barack Obama and just, just, I don't know. I, d- I don't know why. I've just always thought, He'd be an interesting dude just to have a yarn to. Like, to have a yarn to. Like, yeah. because I, I love big speeches and like yeah. politically, I don't know how America works politically. I don't know what 
Yeah, yeah. And I don't follow it at all. I'm a big Trump guy. But to watch it, hey? I'm a big Trump guy. <laughs> yeah, you would be. You're in there. <laughs> um, Trump, what a fucking legend. Like, yeah, I, don't, this is what I'm, I don't know what sort of politics either, either side of these guys are on. Oh, yeah. I, I would definitely have dinner and play golf with, with Trump. Yeah, he's one of my three. Like, don't, don't say I wouldn't. <laughs> but for me, um, not because of political stuff, just yep. Barack Obama. Because I like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of Americans might go, fuck you, yeah, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah, it's my guess. preference. I just, I don't, not take politics out of it, take race out of it, take. Anything get of it? I think he'd be an interesting character. And um, my biggest one, is, and the first one that popped in my head, but I want to save him last is Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, right. I love him. True. You know who he is? Yeah, the food dude. <laughs> he yeah, was until he, he killed himself. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, man. I'd love to meet Anthony Bourdain. Can't now. No, no. I don't know if he plays golf either. Well, he doesn't it now. Doesn't but, matter. But he probably would have. I would have either. loved to have met Anthony Bourdain. A yarn to him. True. Yeah. Probably went sick. Yeah, fuck, dude, intelligent human being. And last question. Mm. Fave pub in Merba, past or present? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're too young to remember the Aussie. The Aussie was just a fucking oh, icon of, um, oh, man. Um, See, mine was the Roundy. And yeah. We used to drink there when we were 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then had our 18th birthday there. Oh, so did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. We started there and then had Well, my 18th birthday was at the Leeds Club. Um, I'm a Leeds Club guy and I have been forever and I've always been the Imperial guy. So I was always Imperial when I was younger. That's why we all drank. Yeah. Um, always been an Imperial guy. Uh, always been a Leeds Club guy. And now with um, the club and stuff, I'm, I'm tied up with the, the Leeds Club, which is funny. So um, I'm not going to say Murray's. <laughs> There's still a dent in the trough from my fucking head. At Murray's. <laughs> Murray's was probably the favourite pub to go to and have a fight in. Uh, I think I had the most fun. Worse than the Aussie. Oh, and yeah, the Aussie was wild, man. Uh, I'm going to say for a good night out back in the day, I'm going to go Aussie Hotel on a Friday night. Nice. It was fucking awesome. And then Brennan Rail for the show. True. <sighs> you ever done a Brennan Rail for the show? No. Where are you from? From Uber? Yeah. Well, I'm taking you with me. All right, done. November, man. I'm taking. I'm making a promise to that. You come to Brennan Rail with me Abbey. for the fucking. Yeah. Abbey. We're doing that this year in November, so we're going to do that. Um, every cunt's going to know I'm going to do it. Everyone will be there. <laughs> um, cans of ramen if you're coming. <laughs> Line them up. Perfect. I'll wear me fucking flap hat so everyone's got to buy me a free one. Done. Um, yeah, I reckon the Aussie, man. The Aussie, um, fuck me, we need an episode just to talk about the pubs in Wollongong. Fucking yarns. I've got a thousand of them. And the old Bolo, fuck, it's gone too. <laughs> it was a joint. I don't think I ever went to the Bolo. Nah. That's the one that's going to be a Woolies now or a Carl's. Oh. All right. Well. We'll have to do another episode. I think, yeah. When you told me, like, full, full, anyone listening out here doesn't know who I am. When he said, we're just going to do a quick hour, it'll take me an hour to say hello. That's all good. But it's been a pleasure. It's been fun. It'll probably only thoroughly end up enjoyed it. an hour time you edit all this shit out. Yeah, I think, Four, 45 think, minutes. I think there's a bit that needs to come out. Yeah, you're, a bit, you're busy. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be busy. But let's do another one. Yeah, so it I'm happy. I'll, I'll do another one next week. I don't give a fuck. We'll do one straight away. Do a follow up. I don't care. Perfect. Whatever works, we'll figure it out. I'm good. Thank you very much. Thanks much appreciated. Me, Everyone, you. where can you find your Kirby? Uh, yeah, the Leeds Club. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Two Flogs Podcast. Uh, Buster Kirby on Instagram. Uh, comedy shows all over the fucking joint. Um, I can't say the next one. I've got a bit coming up with another mob. Uh, Fight Night. Follow the Instagram socials for Fight Night. Uh, it's going to be... I can't even say. I do know, but I can't tell you. <laughs> Stay tuned for the biggest podcast fight in history. We'll it's coming. There. Yeah, you're going to be there. Yeah. Awesome. Too easy. Thank Thanks you. Thanks very much, mate. Thank you.